to Flip the Library, a Gwinnett County Public Library podcast. My name is Melissa Lawrence, the branch manager of the Lilburn branch. And my name is Manor, a library associate at the Hamilton Mill branch. The New Start Entrepreneurship Incubator Initiative, funded by the American Library Association and Google Libraries Build Business Grant, is designed to help formerly incarcerated community members create their own businesses. Charticia Griffin is a recent graduate of the program and is here to tell us all about it, as are library staff members Adam Pitts, Atlas Logan, and Anne Siri. Everyone, welcome to the podcast. Good afternoon, everyone. Charticia Griffin, CEO of Diamond Shine Enterprise, we're a commercial and residential cleaning company, and recent graduate of the program. Hey, I'm Adam Pitts. I'm the branch manager of the Lawrenceville branch. My name's Ann Sari, and I'm the volunteer coordinator for the system. And my role in New Start has been to help with the team as well as finding mentors for the students. And I'm Atlas Logan. I'm the branch manager of our Duluth branch, and I'm on the New Start Entrepreneurship Incubators team. What need did the library see in the community that we were wanting to meet by starting this program? So there isn't a lot out there um, in the way of a full course for learning how to become a small business owner. And there's very little out there for um, specifically for the formerly incarcerated. For many people who have you know served time in jail or prison, uh, entrepreneurship is really the only avenue for future financial and personal success. Um, their employment options are very limited. And so by offering this program, we were able to um, really fill a need that, that wasn't being met in the community. Um, and we found that it's, it's actually getting a lot of national attention. Um, uh, a lot of libraries elsewhere are now wanting to offer something similar because they've identified this as a, as a need in their communities. And can you tell us how this program fits into the library mission Well, we're reaching an underserved population uh, through this um, program, um, one that has not received, unfortunately, a lot of support and and attention through libraries previously. So we're really kind of um, breaking new ground with this program. In Georgia, uh, two out of three people released from prison are rearrested within three years. So our state's recidivism rate is close to 50%. Um, and that was really one of the reasons that we decided to do a program like this, because we wanted to offer them an avenue um, to success, because a lot of them are facing stigma when they come out and they are, are re-entering society And they have a lot of things stacked against them when it comes to finding not only a job, but a job that is going to pay enough to provide a living wage. Uh, So that was really one of the reasons that we wanted to. We wanted to reach out to an underserved audience and try something new. We really didn't know of any other library in the nation that was doing a program quite like this when we got started. And as Adam mentioned, uh, it has gotten a lot of national attention. And we do have other libraries who are now interested in doing something similar. And so we've been really excited uh, with the success that we've had with this cohort is it just shows how important it is and how um, how it, there is a pathway to success and we're hoping that it can be recreated. Can either of you uh, talk about sort of how this program got started here at the library? Well, so we, um, we were recipients of the Libraries Build Business Grant, um, which is uh, funded through ALA in partnership with Google. 
our branch services director, Margaret Penn, had the idea to offer um, this program for the formerly incarcerated. So that's really how I got started. A team was formed that included myself, um, Atlas, Ann Sari, and Ron Gauthier, and later included Andrea Devereaux as our um, outreach coordinator. And we put together the curriculum for the for this incubator in 2020. And then our first cohort of students uh, began in January of 2021. It's offered in six-month uh, cohorts. The first one started in January and ended in June. Um, the second one started in July and ended in December. So we just wrapped up with the second cohort. Where did the first cohort meet? So the first cohort actually started kind of at the height of the pandemic um, in early 2020. And so we ended up having to meet initially virtually, which was not our original intention. Um, And so that actually had a pretty profound impact on our rates of retention as we went through, because it's a lot harder to keep people engaged, Um, especially they have their online curriculum component that they do. And we had been hoping to kind of cement what they learned with a guest speaker in person and build those connections. And then we had to do it all virtually. Eventually, a few months in, we were able to start meeting at the Loburn branch in person. But by that time, we had lost quite a few of our first cohort. And so the second cohort, we were able to do entirely in-person meetings. Those have always been at the Loburn branch, uh, just because it's fairly centrally located to our attendees, and they have a meeting room that's perfectly set up for our needs. And um, that has been great. We have hardly lost anyone for this cohort, right, Adam? Yes, yes, that's right. And um, I'll just add to that, we also uh, made several improvements uh, for the second cohort. In addition to meeting in person, um, we offered incentive books. So each time they uh, at each of the monthly classes, they received a, a book on a small business topic that they got to keep. Those who completed the course in good standing, meaning that they missed no more than two of the classes, it was originally one, but we expanded that to two because of COVID, received a laptop that they got to keep at the end of the course, as well as um, were eligible to participate in Launchpad, um, which is a Shark Tank-like funding opportunity. They get to pitch their idea in front of a panel to potentially receive some funding and get feedback. So those incentives, I think, made a big difference. But the in-person aspect made all the difference. It was so much more engaging. And then they were able to bounce ideas off of each other and support each other. So I think that was um, so important. Can someone explain how the program works? Sure. Uh, So it's an application process. They go ahead and apply and then all of the team members would interview them. And then we were able to select our final candidates. We had uh, just over 20 for the second cohort is how many we were able to support. Uh, They have a monthly curriculum, which we mentioned, which is self-paced. They do online. Each month has a particular topic that they focus on, and they come to the monthly in-person meeting to hear from a subject matter expert who talks on that particular subject. They also have a mentor that Anne has worked really hard to, to match every participant up with a mentor Anytime she could, she would do it with uh, expertise in the area of entrepreneurship that the student was interested in. So that was really meaningful to a few of our participants who were able to get a really good match. They went, they got their books. We had the entrepreneurship kits they got to use to help with the online curriculum. 
we had an awesome graduation ceremony for those who, who were able to complete the course. And then those who have graduated successfully have now been invited to participate in the Launchpad, which is an opportunity to pitch their business idea to a panel of experts who will give them feedback, but also might give them a funding opportunity without a stake in their business. The entrepreneurship kits that Atlas mentioned were laptop and hotspot kits that they got to borrow um, while enrolled in the course. So we wanted to, to remove any technology barriers. And we also, in addition to Launchpad, we offered a prep workshop um, a few weeks prior to Launchpad um, where they got to hear from a another business expert, Chris Hanks, who um, helped coach them on their presentation skills and making a persuasive pitch. And that really helped. And I have a quick question about the um, volunteers and mentors. Are they all Gwinnett County residents and citizens or are they from people around the metro area? The majority are Gwinnett based. So we tried to find people locally first. However, through SCORE, which was one of the organizations that provided a couple of our mentors, they did, one lives in Marietta and another one lives in Barrow County. Now it's time for our star people to shine. <laughs> Shartesia, when did you find out about the program and what interested you about it? I found out about the program. I was on the board of another C3 called Reform and Arts, and we hold a re-entry meeting for returning citizens. And it was during that meeting that we had a volunteer guest speaker come from the library. And I was sitting in, I was listening, and I don't think anybody else was really paying attention to what he was offering, because the, the meeting is kind of long, and I'm writing it down. I'm, I'm like, wait, so you said what? And we can do, huh? Like, are you sure? Well, what is the process? And um, just took a chance on the application because it sounded really good. And it was something that I was trying to venture into entrepreneurship at the time and got selected. That was, y'all, if you all could have saw me that day, it was so great. And that's how I found out about it. Could you describe your experience with the program and like what kinds of skills do you feel you acquired or improved on? Uh, my experience with this program has been phenomenal. It is so much information, even though it's six months and it may feel like a crash course. If this is something you're serious about with the information and the tools and the resources they give you, you cannot fail. You will be successful. I, I really, really, really like the fact that we had an opportunity to have a mentor that literally held our hand the entire time. And it was about building the relationship. So as an entrepreneur, there are a lot of questions. It's when you don't know anything and we can't always look for Adam or Ann. They, they got, you know, they're running the program. But that mentor, um, my mentor, I don't know about anybody else's, mine was really great. It didn't matter the time, day or night. It didn't matter the question. I never felt like I was asking a silly question. She was awesome. And it really helped me to build my professional development. And it also helped me to understand that I didn't know everything I thought I knew and saved me from making a lot of mistakes that probably could have cost business. It was it was just great. And and I really I also like the fact that every meeting we receive a resource or like a tool, they would give us books um, by authors that have been through it or are going through it or step by steps on how to the how to for dummies, something I probably never would have bought on my own 
but so glad that I received as a gift because of the information inside. It's definitely something everyone should take an opportunity to um, experience if they can. Can you tell us how you felt when you completed the program and what have been some of the outcomes for you? Well, to be 100% transparent, I was a little sad when I completed the program because I like it and and I wanted more. I, I was hoping, well, not hoping, I was kind of wishing, nah, we need six more months because there's so many other things, you know, that to learn. It's a lot. And putting it all in six months, it can be done, but I wish it was a little bit longer. But I do understand the commitment of the six months and giving other people an opportunity. My mentor stayed with me. She didn't leave after six months. I can still call her right now. If I see a resource that I know is going to help my business, I'm reaching out. There were a couple of guest speakers, especially our commencement speaker that offered some services and programs that I knew would help me grow as far as figuring out how in the world do I hire? Like it's crazy out here. Everybody's hiring and it has been a real struggle to get good team members. And he has a program that not only they run a staffing agency, they provide transportation as well. Gwinnett County doesn't have public transportation. 90% of the contracts I have are in Gwinnett County. I may have somebody willing without a car, but I can get the natives through his program and we can get them back and forth. So that definitely helps me to grow. Uh, it, it was a lot. Um, scar, uh, scars, I, I think I'm pronouncing it right. Every single thing that they gave us is something every entrepreneur needs, whether formerly incarcerated or not. And I bet it's a lot of it that they don't know. Well, thank you, because the library is all about lifelong learning, and you are still welcome to come into the library and use our resources, and I really appreciate you sharing your story with us. And I do just want to add on to it that since a little girl, you know, the library was popular when we were small. We had to go. We had to get our books, but this made it popular to me all over again, and with the way the world has been, it's probably lost a lot of that, and I'm excited to be there and I appreciate the opportunity probably more than I could ever put in words to you all. A lot of success goes to this program. If a community member is interested in applying for future cohorts, what are the program requisites? Um, The requirements are to have been previously incarcerated, um, to be able to make it to the in-person meetings at the Lowburn Ranch, and also to want to start a small business. Where can they go to find out more information about New Start? They can go to our website. There is a page for the New Start Entrepreneurship Incubator on, on the GCPL website. In fact, it includes a uh, short bio of one of our cohort one students who graduated, uh, Kevin Moore. But we will likely, we are looking at doing another cohort, uh, probably opening applications later this spring. The date's still tentative. Um, but we do plan to do another round of this in 2022. I'm Atlas and Charticia. Is there anything else that you think we may have missed that um, we may want to add for listeners? Nothing that you miss or add. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was just thinking now of ways to get the word out. We I, I came about by happenstance trying to bring in guest speakers to speak to people that were returning through a group that I was in. And I don't know how far the reach goes, but I would love to see, I I would love to see it if we market it a way that could really, really, maybe you can do it every six months, six months on the dot. Like I would love to see more people have the opportunity 
to take advantage of this program. I'm thinking about what it does for them, what it does for their life, what it does for the community, what it does for the economy, creating jobs. And the stamp that we have kind of closes a lot of doors, but when it's yours, the sky's the limit and you're able to give back and pay forward in a way that's restorative for whatever it was that you were accused of. So I would love to see more people take the opportunity, have the opportunity to go through the program. Yeah, we're really working on marketing. Marketing is um, a really big push for our system. And, you know, it's challenging because we have so many things to offer at the library. And um, I'm so happy to hear your experience. And, you know, word of mouth is, you know, also a really big helper in this podcast. Mm-hmm. And you know, we're doing different things like that to get the word out. But, you know, all are welcome at the library and we want everyone to get a chance and opportunity to grow, learn, make themselves better and make themselves a part of our community. And mm-hmm. so I'm very happy that you were able to come and speak with us today We'd like to thank everyone for their time. Thank you, Adam, Atlas, Anne, and especially Charticia for your time in explaining your experience with the New Star Entrepreneurship Incubator Initiative. Flip the Library provides an inside look at the workings of the library and brings to light the many ways the library impacts and enriches its customers' lives. Flip the Library and all other Gwinnett County Public Library podcasts are available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your podcast app of choice. Just search for Gwinnett Library and find new and archived episodes or follow us to receive new episodes as they are released. If you enjoy our shows, don't forget to rate and review them on your podcast app. You can find the library online at GwinnettPL.org or on your favorite social media at Gwinnett Library. Connect, learn, and grow with Gwinnett County Public Library.